welcome to Exploring the Marketplace podcast. My co-host is Bob Hassan, and we are creating a conversation with Christian marketplace leaders who have careers that have been impacted by their faith. We are also answering your questions about entrepreneurship, business leadership, careers, and how the kingdom of God changes your impact in the marketplace. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Explain the Marketplace. I'm your host, Sean Bowles, and my co-host, Bob Hassan. Bob, Hello. we have a great show today. Tell us about our guest. Oh, Eric Knopf is the co-founder of WebConnex, a tech company that makes software for events and fundraising. To date, WebConnex software has been used to process uh, over $4 billion in payments and is used by millions of people every month. Uh, they 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 basically do tickets uh, from Ticket Spice, Reg Fox, Red Podium, and Giving Fuel are used to process all these different ticket to wow. events. And so, what you'll hear is what happened to him in um, in the pandemic. But they do all these CrossFit, Red Bull, Google, Salvation Army, Southwest Airlines, all these different kinds of events. Wow, he's a uh, he was a, but prior to WebConnex, he was a startup consultancy called Vision Launchers, oh, wow. which helped to build startups for techs and entrepreneurs. He's a lifelong entrepreneur and startup founder. He's married. He's got kids. He loves the Lord. You're just going to love it. Now, I think it's really interesting because he shared last time about coming out of the pandemic. We had him on for a part one, mm-hmm. coming out of the pan- or into the pandemic but before we had this episode planned just the culture that he has as a company. And I think culture in a company, not just integrity and honesty and like all these kinds of virtues Like we love the virtues as part of how we're accountable as a, as a Christian to build our business, but also adding in the kingdom side of God, the beauty and the fun and the enjoyment and the long suffering, love and sensitivity, loyalty, all these things. And I think as Christians, a lot of times we don't necessarily proactively build those. We talk about them, but we don't necessarily build the events and the actual, I don't know, we're not accountable to build those as much as a Christian. And yet that's what the world wants the most. Well, Sean, I know that, and and Eric's created quite the culture at his company that I, you know, hope we'll get to talk about. Um, obviously he has this amazing uh, pandemic story and turnaround, but uh, I think our listeners are going to love him. So up next, Eric Knopf. My new book is called Encounter, a spiritual perspective that will shape your faith for the coming move of God. And this book is going to help you to understand the days we're living in right now and have an urgency to meet with Jesus the way that I did through some of these encounters that are going to form your faith. So you can get this book. So make sure to go to bullsministries.com Encounter, a spiritual perspective that will shape your faith for the coming move of God. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. We have a special guest with us. Eric, you were on before one time and shared your crazy story out of COVID from being an events company, ticketing company, and transitioning completely into a whole new genre and how God used the time of the pandemic to recreate your whole business and your whole company. But now we're going to hear some new stuff. There's been a lot of new things that have been happening. And you just represent some of the culture and some of the things that we believe a business owner should represent in the kingdom. So we wanted to have you back on right away. But how are you doing today? Man, I'm amazing. Better than ever. It's kind of crazy to be in our position. We've got record growth, record revenue. Wow. And considering where we were, you know, 18 months ago, it's just, it's crazy. Eric, what do you attribute the record growth and the record revenue to? Yeah, it's, I mean, honestly, it's how in Genesis it talks that Isaac sowed in a famine and reaped a hundredfold. Right now we're in that harvest. 
Uh, we went through the most crazy famine and we sowed and we pressed into what God was revealing, saying to us, he gave us strategies. We uh, pivoted and adjusted. And so we planted. And so on this side of it, it's really harvest. Uh, it's just, it's, I can't believe it's my story. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I can tell you, you know, for those who didn't hear the last uh, a podcast and sharing some of our story, I'll give you the the, the quick version yeah. of it. But 2017, 18, 19, we make event registration, event ticketing software. So we power a lot of conferences, concerts, festivals, fairs. Uh, we do online giving. We do a bunch of um, software around those categories. And so just for kind of context purposes, in 2019, we do this all company uh, staff retreat with all their families and kids. And we take them out of country in 2019. We went to Belize. And wow. for 4th of July, we rented a private island. You know, business was great. <laughs> we had an amazing team and we're celebrating and we're all on this private island. That's 4th of July in 2019. Go into 2020 and we're all excited about the year. And then comes March. And I'll never forget it because when all the public gatherings were canceled and all large gatherings outside, indoors, our industry was effectively canceled. And, made yeah. and so, you know, not only revenue going to zero, just okay, no new revenue, that would have been bad enough. But what happened is with all the mass refunds, people canceling their events and refunding all their attendees, we took this multi-million dollar punch in the nose to where all of our prior months of revenue got clawed wow. back in the span of 10 days. Oof. So we go from private island parties with all of our staff and their families to fighting for our lives in less than 10 months. And so it was breathtaking. It was absolutely breathtaking. My co-founder, John, our CTO, Nathaniel, and our COO, Ashley, you know, we wept together. We're looking at you know, a business that does not exist anymore, that's yeah. fundamentally illegal. And, uh, and we wept. You know, we talked advisors and we were counseled. You know, it's a loving thing to do to, to let all your staff go. And so we started to strategize, you know, not only how do we keep the company afloat, but how do we take care of our people? People have babies on the way, you know, and yeah. people had just taken jobs with us. And so our, our mm. beyond saving the company, how do we care for people? And so we're calling Zoom asking, hey, do you want 20 people and calling customers? We've got these people. And so we started to fire drill to how to help our people transition out of our company because we just wept with them and like, guys, we don't have any security here. We can't promise you we're going to have a job. And so we were doing some pivots and changes there. And we got the PPP loan, which bought us some time. And we just pressed in. Uh, some really encouraging people came out and gave us some uh, amazing words. Um, things like David stepped on the field against Goliath and brought five smooth stones. And he only needed one, but we felt like we're probably going to need five <laughs> plus some. Uh, so we knew we were going to have to throw a lot of stones down the field. Uh, we heard other things like throw your nets on the other side of the boat, um, that wow. a table is going to be set before us. And I could go on and on and on. But one of the things that really pressed onto us is that uh, we're given the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Wisdom, you know, we need to make good decisions when there are no good decisions to be made. Uh, we have to navigate, you know, the best we can so through it. So we have to be really wise. And then revelation, we, we need to find something that nobody else has found. And we need to find areas that nobody else is thinking. And so really leaning in into this gifting of revelation of like, God, show us where the opportunity is. Show us the pivots that we can make and move. And our sales team shouting and said, these guys are amazing prayer warriors. They came out of this meeting and like, we have a vision for a sales goal that was going to be 5X 
over what 2019 was. Wow. And I'm like, guys, I'd be happy for 0.5x. I'd be happy, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy for the budget being met. Yes. Stay the same. Yeah. And so they came out with this, you know, 5x uh, sales goal. And uh, so, anyways, we, we told our team, if you can find a job, you know, we bless you, go get a job. And all of our staff stayed with us. They said, we want to be here. We're going to press in with you. And uh, one of our guys, Alex, he said, in a compliment, but it was kind of taken funny at the time, he says, there's no sinking ship I'd rather be on than this. <laughs> um, awesome. That was the attitude. The mentality is wow. that they said, we're going to push through this. We're going to build our way out. Uh, the things we did, we got into virtual events. We got into virtual yoga and fitness. <laughs> we got into anything. I mean, wow. if you were going to buy something, we were going to figure out how to sell it in the next uh, two weeks. And so the pivots in the markets we we made were uh, fast and furious. And so we pushed all through summer. And uh, as Seth, one of our guys had said, he's like, I, I, I see a feast for us at a table. And we wow. started finding these markets, some new uses for our software. It's that cast your net on the other side of the boat, a new use for our software mm -hmm. that was so powerful and just it roared back. And so by the time 2020 was over, not only did we gain back from the abyss of going to zero and losing millions of dollars, but we actually outperformed 2019. And we kept every job, every staff member. And it was, it's, it's hard to believe it's my story because, you know, you hear these for other people. And so uh, just a wild time. Uh, and it just built the faith of our team. And we just went through it and have God as our collaborator on survival and creativity and markets and sales uh, and the sales team. Not only did we not 5X the prior years, they 10X'd it. It was crazy. Wow. So uh, wow. 2020 ended by the, the last day of uh, December. Uh, we had grown 10%. And then 2021, this past year, uh, we just roared into the same market and we felt that this is our time, this is our harvest. And so we just pressed in and we uh, doubled in size in 2021 alone. Um, so now it's, it's crazy. 2022 is off to a great start and it's, it's a wild, wild time. So we are so thankful to God for uh, the breakthrough, what happened with our team, and uh, just frankly be here with our employees. Like, I just wanted to keep our employees. You know, I was like, any growth was not even like an expectation. I just want to save yeah. the team, save the people. So to have every person uh, saved with a job and then to have the just meteor growth is just only Jesus, only Jesus. Can do well, and I love this story because so many people are going through so much, even great Christian companies, great Christian people are going through so much, but I love when God raises up an example of this counterculture of what's going on. And it's like, Hey, yeah. you're listening, you're expecting wisdom and revelation. And here's the result of that. So when people ask you, how are you doing this? How did you get into the online event space? How did you, and they're expecting this like researched answer and you go, yeah, we were in the worst time of our life and then God <laughs> showed us, you know, God showed up is the, is the, the answer to your problem. And I think it's so relatable. And a lot of people, they, they believe in God, but they don't believe in them when they're in survival mode. Yeah. They're like, you know, I've never seen a miracle. I hear that all the time. I've never heard God that way. I've never seen a miracle until you do. And I love how you kept saying, I can't believe this is my story because <laughs> right. that's how we should feel. That's, that's how good our life is when God gives it back to us. That's right. And so I'm just so encouraged by your story. Thank you. No, we're, it's, it's the most unbelievable story of my life. Uh, I'm so joyful that we get to share it um, because all glory to Jesus, only Jesus could cause for this. And, and the thing is that it didn't happen suddenly. You know, it was uh, one of my favorite stories in the Bible is, you know, standing in the, in the Jordan River, you know, and yeah. but we don't know how long they stood. 
Was it a minute? Was it an hour? Was it a day? Um, yeah. So we went and waded into the flood stage waters and it took months, but we just had that unwavering uh, commitment of like, we're going to keep on showing up and doing our best for as long as we can. I think Eric, the story obviously on so many levels is amazing, but the fact that your employees stayed mm-hmm. says to me that you have some kind of incredible culture. Yeah. And talk to us a little bit about the culture that you've created at your company that would allow someone to say, I, you know, uh, I want to be on this sinking ship. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, it was probably about 10 years ago. We attended a accelerator program called Praxis and Praxis is kind of this Christian entrepreneurship accelerator and they were really early on in this idea and it just changed us forever is that your corporate structure the corporate vehicle is the most effective means to cause for human flourishing wow. it's like make a great product make a great service mm-hmm. but just like awaken us into how impactful the corporate vehicle is uh, to causing for human flourishing and so that really changed our perspective of like not only a great job that we can give but we have such influence over the quality of life of every employee because, right. I mean, when we think about work, half of our living existence will be at this thing called work. Yeah. And how work can influence family and cities and it just ripples out from there. And so we, uh, a long time ago, started to ask ourselves, what would it look like to have the most generous, the most empowering mm-hmm. and the most fun culture humanly possible? And we wanted people to love to come to work because when people love to come to work and they love the people they're doing work with, you get amazing results. And so our secret weapon for our company, I mean, all of our nearest competitors are 10, 20, 30, 40 times our size. And wow. we beat them every day because we are playing a different game. We're playing a game of people to, to build the world's greatest team that stay for a long time, do great work. Uh, and what happened also is that uh, we were able to recruit People, people were leaving jobs that pay them a lot more. We pay people well, but you know we can't compete with trillion-dollar competitors like an Apple, Facebook, Google, and so forth. Um, they will just buy the market, and so people started to turn down those opportunities to come work in an environment where they're empowered, where it's fun, where the culture is is vibrant and generous. And so it has been a great recruiting site for us. We're finding amazing people, and so we started to build this this team. Uh, that empowers each other, loves each other. And we just were really deep into that. Uh, but we started to have a lot of fun along the way. And it was this crazy idea that started was like, what if we took our team out of country? I was like, well, let's not just stop with the team. Let's take the team and their spouses and their kids. Let's pay for all of that. And let's go out of country for a month. This is when we're only 15. Wow. <laughs> and so we went to Costa Rica for a month long. I mean, we routed our cell phones there. We set up a little temporary office and we worked for an entire month, bringing everyone's spouses and kids. And it was just the greatest time. We did three years in Costa Rica um, for almost a month. Uh, and it was just amazing what happened interrelationally with not only our staff, but spouses started to become friends. Kids became best friends. And what happened in a relational sense became this huge gift to our company, our, our company culture. And so now we've shortened the time period because you know we're a lot bigger now. Um, but you know, this next year we plan to go to the Dominican Republic and our headcount roster is like 180 people over oh the country. Wow. Um, and it's an obscene amount of money, but it is worth every penny for what we get in terms of culture 
and the loyalty. I mean, people spend a long time at our company and they love what they do. And that company trip is just one, one example of some of the ways we've tried to make this empowering culture that's there that people want to be a part of. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just think of like how many people don't work for a company that's even remotely like that or cares. <laughs> right. Even in Christian companies, you know, like that, that doesn't have a value system. And each person would express kingdom business, you know, values differently and even how they would build culture and yours is very unique. But yeah. it's just, I feel like people are probably listening going, God, I want something like that. And we should pray for that. We should pray that God yeah. mm -hmm. transforms a leadership or if you're a leader, that God transforms you to be able to know how to do it. Because there's something about companies who, Christian companies, loyalty is one of the fruits of the spirit, right? Sticking yeah. to things. And yeah. I think that you you can foster that when you have leadership in a company. It's not just the person's character who they're responsible for themselves. They're also responsible in the organization. And I've watched churches I've consulted. I know Bob has too, you know, businesses who just have a big turnover rate every two yeah. to three years, it just all right. turns over. And what I'm hearing from you is like, both Bob and I want to come get a job there so we can go <laughs> into the public. Come on up. It's like, it just sounds like so fascinating and so life-giving. It, it yeah. is. It, it's, it's amazing. We've got over 90% retention rate um, over 14 years. Wow. So we don't lose people. It, it's really amazing. And people refer their friends. And so we, we have this amazing uh, pool of people who come that are connected to existing people. And so it's, it's really uh, amazing. And to your point, I think, you know, these are things that we're just discovering. We're kind of figuring out as we go, but if you remember back, um, the six minute mile in, in running was this impossible uh, goal to attain. Um, but as soon as someone broke it, it gave permission for other people. And the record was beaten, yeah. I think like only a few months later. And so we yeah. hope for that. You know, we make great software. We serve our customers really well. But one of the kingdom gifts that we want to give, hopefully, is to give people a taste and a glimpse that this is possible and then they should do that for their own company because it just causes for an amazing amount of human flourishing, both within your team and their marriages and their kids and their cities and communities. It just ripples out from there and to miss the fact that these businesses can operate in such a strategic way in the kingdom uh, is is so exciting. So I hope yeah. other people adopt it. Yeah, I, help me understand. Like the the big trip is amazing. Like I'm yeah. sure our listeners are like, well, that's amazing, but unattainable. And I know you didn't start there. I know you start with daily, weekly, monthly. Like, what does it look like uh, in a daily basis with fun in your company? Yeah, one of the first things we did is that we realized people's first day is a huge letdown. Uh, <laughs> that when people start a new job. They've got all this anxiety and they don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, and most people's first day is arriving there. The secretary thought you were starting next week. They don't have their workstation <laughs> in the corner. And they're like, hey, you know, ask us any questions. You know, if you get some, somebody will be over here to sell, you know, help you a little bit. And so the, the people's first day is this huge letdown. And it's just this, you know, big scourging moment in their career. And we totally turn that on its head. When we have anybody who starts new, the whole company takes like the half day off. And we throw the biggest celebration and party. We, we oh can't when they walk in, they walk into confetti and music and parties. We've got people with signs and the names on it. We've, we've got care packages with all their favorite drinks and candies. And so it's like, we've been waiting for you, you know, and that's our, our, our kind of tone towards them is like, we are so happy. We get to work with you. We know everything about you already. Here's all your favorite things. And then uh, we also now do these new hire Olympics we give them these challenges. And so um, they're wild and crazy and fun. We just did uh, this a couple of weeks ago where um, we had big inflatable obstacle courses and a hungry, hungry hippos, <laughs> human version. 
We've done squid launches with three man slingshots where they get a fire wow. squid at me. I mean, we've, we've done some crazy things, but then uh, we treat them to lunch. Uh, we have all our favorite activities and snacks and things. And we just love on them for the full first day. And we just make their first day unforgettable. And really that starts, um, th that, that, that gives the, the basis of people's experience with a career with us. But from there, you know, when people... Uh, do great jobs like it's not uncommon for us to surprise them with you know a mountain bike or a trip a spa trip with their wife and we, we try wow. to be generous every every way we go um and then we've also tried to how do we impact our community and people around us and so to the christmas years um and seasons what we'll do is we'll give people um between 300 and 500 in the past and we said just be someone's miracle you know <laughs> like here's company money and wait for god to open up a door and be that miracle for somebody where you can step in with $300, $500 in cash. And the stories are just amazing. So we even mm. try to encourage generosity from the company level out into um, the community. And uh, groceries are bought, you know, tires are fixed, uh, people paid rent. I mean, the stories that just came through. And people ask, how, why? And our team gets to say, you know, our company gave us this money waiting for a miracle to step in and you happen to be that person. Wow. And just the, the stories are, are so awesome and encouraging. And so, um, you know, we're a people company that just happens to make software. Uh, but this is, this is for me is the kingdom. This is what we're designed to do to surprise people in these ways and to live generously where people demand an explanation for why you are the way you are. First Peter three fifteen, right? And like, that's what I aspire to. I want these stories to, um, you know, have people ask like how and why, why are you this way? One last antidote. Wow. Um, we ended up winning best places to work for Sacramento uh, a couple of years right before COVID. And so, awesome. you know, you have these esteemed big companies that are winning these awards. And so they, they throw this big kind of awards luncheon and everyone gets their like suit and ties and they're brought up on stage and they show their, you know, a uh, little trophy, whatever, and they do a speech. And so we won. And so typically it's like the founder like myself or John would go and we accept the award and, and things. And so we asked, how much does it cost to um, add more people? And we didn't really disclose our motives there. And it's expensive. And we decided to pay for our entire company to go to the function. <laughs> wait. We decided that we're all going to go and we dressed up as Mario Kart characters. We made these cardboard <laughs> Mario Kart uh, figures. And so we... <gasps> oh my gosh. And then like everyone's in suits and ties and I'm dressed as Yoshi. I'm like, I'm like a giant <laughs> lizard, you know, and we're running around and we made the biggest scene. And the best part is that at the end, they have this, you know, photo opportunity where all of the winners go up there with like their awards and there is suit, 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 lizard, suit, 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 suit. <laughs> and so uh, it was a blast, but that that's who we are. You know, life is too short to not enjoy what you do. And from a, a business owner perspective, you know, what you can do to cause fun and, and joy and generosity. Yeah. It's really not that hard. It just takes a little bit of intentionality. Wow. I just feel like that's what heaven would be like to work for a company. You know, it's a, I think some companies, they think of employee incentives, but it's really like I went to one big studio and they had this incredible cafeteria with all the best foods and like organic stuff and whatever else. And they're like, we wanted to provide, and it's free. And any of their company can go there anytime. They're like, we wanted our company to not have to leave so they can get the best foods and they can really just be disciplined in their job. But you don't hear the same thing behind it. Like what you're saying is like, we're building the person. These, these guys are saying we're building them so they can do more work better at a higher rate, uh, you know, or at a higher ability. So we don't have to deploy them off campus where they might lose some attention. So I feel like a lot of people do really good things, but they don't necessarily do it 
the people are right. still a commodity. Yeah. The people are still just a uh, cog in their wheel. Yeah. And I love the contrast of what you're saying because it's so kingdom. I think I hope it challenges people who work in companies and people who own companies, people who run CEOs, COOs, that they listen to this and they go, well, "What can we do differently?" God, what is there's more. That's what I hear from you is there's more. There's so much more, and it doesn't. It's not hard. And I'm happy to share any of our past ideas. I mean these inflatable obstacle courses. I mean, we've done this 20, 30 times. I've got like a laundry list of ideas that people need, um, but we love it. You know, when it comes to celebrating people and never, people never get tired of being celebrated. And yeah. so we try to celebrate our team all the time, even now to where we send flowers to an employee's wife on her birthday. Uh, oh. we, we try to do gifts. Like, you know, if um, a child has got a performance that's local, we'll send employees to go there and like cheer them on in the crowd. Oh um, we, we just try to ask ourselves, what is the most celebratory, generous thing we can do around this thing that's coming up or that's happening? And uh, it's so much fun. It's just, it's, it's really just the greatest thing. So um, I hope more people do it because it makes really big differences in people's lives. And ultimately, I think this is kingdom work uh, to impact people's lives these ways. So, um, are all your, are all your employees believers? That's my first question. And then my comment after that is even if they're not working in a company like that would, boy, wouldn't it lead you to the love and joy of Jesus? It's incredible. <laughs> right. Yes. How we do hiring is, um, we, we have to know someone in common if we can. So we very rarely hire strangers. Um, so yeah. if you work for us, you know, we want to have a hire. chance, Bob, we have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> the best people are who are in common or relationship with someone who currently works for us. And so we try to keep every new hire, like one degree of separation. And so we, you know, our senior team, we're all believers. And so by very nature of how we've tried to hire people, we have the vast majority of our team are believers. Uh, which is awesome. And when they, they are part of the culture, it makes a lot of sense to them. They, it's never been in that context of work, but kingdom culture makes a lot of sense in ours. Right. And then for those who are not believers, their, their, their minds are blown. You know, I mean, everyone's right. minds are blown to a certain extent, but um, it is that exact same thing of like, why are you guys different? And it's, it's wonderful. And they know our faith and they know that our faith informs how we treat people. And it's not a, Wow. You know, a, a framed, uh, you know, picture on the wall. We're like sneaking in Bible verses, you know, so right. no, it's like, you know, we are going to live in such a way that is so generous. Um, that's so empowering that, uh, you will have an example of, of hopefully what heaven looks like or what the kingdom culture looks like, by how we operate. And certainly we make mistakes and we're not perfect by any stretch. Um, but you know, what we want is to embody something that we aspire to from the scriptures and from how, uh, you know, heaven directs us to. So, um, but we, we love it. I mean, people from all different backgrounds come to us. And so it's, yeah. it's great for everybody. Well, it's so cool that you can be you and your business and you've created what's fun for you. Like Sean would do great. Like he, he'd love to dress up like a lizard or in a onesie, <laughs> not so much me. Right. But I can create a culture in my company or anybody can create a culture on their teams that that fits their personality yeah. and how they, how they view fun or generosity. Yeah. And I think Eric, you're, you're a, a shining example of, of really being intentional about it, but mm -hmm. all of us can learn from this. And I, I think it's just a, a beautiful way to think about, you don't have to own the company. You can be yeah. a team leader. You can yeah. be part of a team. You can be someone who loves to give gifts. And I imagine you have a woman or a man who knows everybody's birthday, everybody's spouse birthday, everybody, and they're out there just 
you know, making it all happen. It's, uh, it's, it's actually, amazing. it's actually a full-time position uh, at our company. Uh, her name is Macy. She's in charge of experiences and her job is just to create experiences for all of our team members, their spouses, their kids, and even our customers too. Yeah. As we hear about somebody who isn't even maybe a customer, they missed a demo because they have a family member uh, in the hospital. We'll find out who that family member is, what hospital they're in, and we'll send flowers. Wow. Um, we had a, a friend or I had a client that uh, was under a big cyber attack and what hadn't do much with us, but is our client. And so he's enduring the cyber attack um, on his son's ninth birthday. And so we oh. find out, Hey, what is your son like? And he loves video games. And we send him all of these gift certificates for <laughs> video games and just like, Hey, have a redo on us. It's so fun. Um, mm -hmm. The other thing that's important that I can't go without missing is our COO, Ashley. Uh, she's one of the greatest people builders I've ever known in my entire mm -hmm. life. Um, but the other key factor in culture is that she, she really, before I did even, is that people's personal lives will really impact our company culture too. And she would host these Dave Ramsey financial uh, small groups in her office at 7 a.m. She did ones on dating and relationships. She's helping wow. organize diets. And so she just... She's like your company pastor. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, but she just poured herself into that people's yeah. personal lives impact the company's you know, culture, even though it's none of our business. She just like goes after and is after people having flourishing marriages, personal finances, like helping them. How do you save up for a house? How do you, you know, wow. manage this tricky relationship? How do you, you know, have these conflicts? And so, you know, she has really equipped our team beyond the professional skills that we offer to just live really high functioning, high, um, you know, well-working lives. And so she's absolutely amazing. So she and I, you know, we have great creativity together to come up with these crazy challenges and new higher Olympics yeah. and all sorts of things. But uh, yeah, she's it's so funny because I was, I was going to bring up and we've run out of time. I was going to bring up, like, I was thinking that the, the whole interview was going to go towards like all these new technologies, online events, the metaverse, this kind of stuff. <laughs> but I love that we landed here and that we mm -hmm. stayed here, camped here, because I feel like, the list of the average person, you guys can take a bite-sized piece off of this and it right. builds and it grows. It's like you're yeah. birthing something that's going to start out really like an infant that you have to take care of. But then once it turns into a full-fledged adult, meaning it matures, this culture inside of your company, it'll change everything. And I I know you, Bob, you do such an incredible job in your company of developing a kingdom culture. Mm -hmm. And I've talked to your employees. I've talked to employees who have no context for me at all. And they look at you the way people look at a beloved father. They just look at you and Lauren and they're just, they're so indebted to you because you've changed their life by providing a company that they're proud to work for, that has integrity, that has what you've taught through the business of honor, the culture of honor. And so I love that we get to hear these kinds of stories today because I think it's really, it's time to provoke people because we've, so many people are in survival mode in their career and their business yeah. and their ownership. We have to, even if we're in survival mode to some degree, we are accountable to the gospel. And part of the gospel is building. And if you can't build with finances, build with people, build, build with love. Right. And I think that's so powerful what you got, you guys yeah. are doing. And thanks yeah. for being on today. Thanks. Yeah. I'm sure many people are going to want to try and figure out how to uh, apply for a job at your yeah. company. <laughs> but, right, do it in your company. Do it Do it where you are. You know what they're going to say, Sean, is they're going to say, one degree of separation. We we saw you on Bob and Sean's <laughs> podcast. That's right. That's, that's, that's right. Vision for me. No, it's great. And I'm so honored to be uh, with you guys and share these stories. It's such a joy for me to be able to share these yeah. stories. And um, you know, my hope would be people use as the example, then start to do themselves and 
apply wherever they're at. And uh, it's so much fun. Uh, it's it's the single greatest business strategy we've ever adopted yeah. is to build our people. Um, and it's, it's amazing. Wow. Well, Eric, thanks again. And up next, questions with Sean and Bob. Everything we're doing with our podcast is made possible by our incredible partners and financial contributors to our ministry. They are helping us to bring the equipment to upgrade everything we're doing to have the time and space to do this. It's a free offering we give to you. Maybe you're listening in your shower. Maybe you're listening in your car, your workout. Well, I want to continue to do this. I'm going to continue to have these incredible guests tell their prophetic process of how God's spoken to them so you can get a vision of how God speaks to you. And also so that other people all around the world can have this resource at their fingertips from their smart device, their computer, their YouTube, whatever they have that they will have this this incredible resource. So go on the partnership journey with us. As a partner, you're gonna receive an email and communication every month from us. We resource you with a partnership page that has literally dozens and dozens of messages that only of our partners have. We also have partnership contribution back to you where we actually give resources. You guys get stuff first. Usually at Christmas time, we have a new book come out. You guys get it before everybody else and you get it signed. I love our partnership program. I love being on a journey with our partners because they are some of our they're a team, they're our family. They're the ones who are contributing to make this happen. Come be a partner today. Go to bullsministries.com under giving and membership and you will become a partner. Well, welcome back to Exploring the Marketplace. I actually have a question for you, Bob, that's from, I think, a sense of what I get from a lot of the questions viewers are asking that I'm combining and also from my own heart, which is we're in this international event. Politics are crazy right now. Inflation's the highest it ever has been in modern history, 40-year high, um, we have a great employee exodus. Lots of people are losing their employees or employees are recreating their lives. So there's so much instability, but there's a lot of promise from God that many Christians have. And in that place of promise, do Christians weather the storm by tucking and ducking, as they say in earthquake season here in LA, do they tuck and duck and just, and just be very conservative with their finances and like be very conservative with their choices? Or is this the time where we move in faith and say, actually, everything God's been promising is for a crisis season just like this? Like, what's the balance between faith and risk management? Well, that's an interesting question, since primarily most of my job is a risk manager. But what we've noticed through the pandemic is that uh, they had PPP loans and various other instruments Uh, the government put out to help companies and to help employees and to help people who lost jobs. And uh, primarily most of those are gone now. And so the question really is, where do we go moving forward in 2022? And I see just as many opportunities now as I've seen every year um, in the past. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that depending on people's circumstances, uh, they have to pray to figure out, do, am, do I employ risk management? Do I continue to save money or do I move out into new ventures? We've experienced this thing yeah. called the great resignation where so many people have resigned from their jobs and either, either stopped working and retired or gone into new fields completely or gone back to school. So there's, there's so many different avenues of opportunity out for people. I tend to believe that the Lord is on the throne um, and, and he wins. And so uh, in, in my yeah. business, in my way of thinking, I'm moving forward 
um, with, with eyes on the Lord and asking him to speak to me in everything that I'm doing. And, and, and I know that he will, Sean, you know, we wrote wired to hear all these different ways that to hear God, uh, for our jobs, for our businesses and for our future. And, yeah. and I think this is the time to really employ some of those, some of those tools that we wrote about. Yeah. It's so funny because you can hear from different camps of uh, spiritual thinkers and some are, you know, touting doom and gloom or we're going to enter the greatest recession the world's ever seen. Some are saying this is the time of the greatest breakthrough where if you're an entrepreneur or if you're in business or if you're in the marketplace, it's going to be one of the greatest seasons of your life if you listen to God. So there's both sides and they're good people who are preaching both sides. And I think it's easy to get confused. So I'd love your answer because I feel like if we stay close to God, we'll know. Like during the recession of 2007 and eight for you guys, you and Lauren, you guys coasted through it and made great money and, and you didn't get affected by the recession. I lost everything in the recession. So it, it's a different experience for every believer during each event in the world and industry wide event and nationwide event, those kinds of things. We all have to discern God for ourselves. And so I think that's the best way to answer. I think what you've said is just totally clear to hear God, spend time, tuck yourself into God and, and, and go off of wisdom, but godly wisdom, not just natural wisdom. So I think that's really good. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Sean. Well, thanks for joining us. You can go to bowlsministries.com and, and press the ask questions with Sean and Bob button or email us or find us on Facebook or Instagram or any of the socials. And we'd love answering your questions. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Exploring the Marketplace podcast, part of the Exploring podcast series. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing or even rating and reviewing so that more people can connect to us. Also, we'd love to be part of your spiritual journey, and we have amazing resources at our website, www.bowlsministries.com, B-O-L-Z ministries.com, including other free media, TV shows, books, and even an ongoing mentoring online platform. See you there.